Yeah, good morning to you all. This is the third day, I know you are tired maybe, but I will be as fast as possible so we can proceed to the round table. Uh, by now you all know the story of the creating of the Jordan Museum, how it started around 30 years ago as a thought, then until we reached the launching of the Jordan Museum in February 2013. And from the first beginning, the Jordan Museum was mentioned, I mean, to uh, maintain, uh, to uh, preserve and uh, to take care of the archaeological uh, features in Jordan and to also uh, raise awareness among the local communities and among uh, especially students from schools and universities. This is how we pay attention or most of our work uh, is paid also to take care of either of the archaeological objects themselves or to the visitors or, and to preserve these uh, collections that we have. I need to mention also that all the archaeological collections we have here are on loan from the Department of Antiquities of Jordan. So we need also to be uh, good custodians on, on them. And even before, we la uh, before the launching of the Jordan Museum, before we have it as a functioning museum, we paid attention uh, to, uh, re to act with the local communities, to students, and we start to uh, approach even uh, people with, with uh, difficulties, the uh, sort of people who usually do not take or receive such attention. So we tried to uh, cover this gap uh, here in the Jordan Museum. We uh, communicated thousands of students and in schools we go out also to the communities themselves to have workshops uh, and trying to just bring them closer to archaeology and to raise the awareness, the, the understanding of the archaeological uh, sequences in Jordan and how important these archaeological objects, archaeological sites for the history of Jordan. Before we receive or we uh, uh, display any archaeological object, we uh, do the conservation for the uh, archaeological objects that in need to such a process. Uh, this, this particular one came from Qam in uh, west of Erbed, and it was deteriorated. So uh, in cooperation with the ACOR, with the Department of Antiquities of Jordan, it was now, as you see it here, and on display in the glass cube, also the Tlilat al-Ghasul, Frisco, and many other archaeological objects. Uh, even in the uh, galleries themselves, in the exhibition, we are trying also to attract attention of the new generations by applying the uh, modern techniques and uh, technology. They like it very much. And uh, one of the most interesting things is your name in the history. It was intended, I mean, for students, but everyone likes it and everyone wants to have a copy. And uh, the dress of our bodies, uh, they are also, uh, they like it very much. So we are trying just to let them understand that this information, these things are, we obtained from archaeological objects and they have to take care of these archaeological objects and archaeological sites in Jordan. Uh, the thing uh, we also have here is 
sometimes in, in most of the archaeological museums, they just stay away. They uh, uh, don't want any uh, visitor to touch the objects. In some places, we do urge visitors and students to touch the archaeological objects, to feel them, and just to approach them. Uh, the shares also of the uh, pottery shares of all uh, periods uh, here also. So we are trying just to have them closer. Uh, this, unfortunately, the development uh, outside the, 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 uh, the museum is not always uh, uh, a, good or, uh, a good thing. So in many cases, uh, archaeological uh, sites are being destroyed and destruction happens everywhere. Uh, Pam showed uh, uh, yesterday a photo from Pella during the 70s. Uh, I remember, uh, I mean, Pella was here, just a few houses, and now it's extended maybe four or five times. Uh, the the uh, construction of the streets also destroyed most of the uh, many of archaeological objects. People are extending even to areas where you never expect that they will reach it. Uh, if this was the I mean the case of Tabqat Fahal, a small village, and imagine now how how the situation with Amman or with Zarqa, with Erbid, the destruction of the archaeological sites is not only caused by digging foundation for the houses, but also caused by the need or demand for the construction material. The quarrying uh, companies in, uh, that, I mean, who are providing this uh, material. And the situation that Jordan Museum knows is in Damia, the Dolmen Field uh, uh, site of Damia. Here, the colleagues from the Department of Antiquities of Jordan conducted a survey in 2005, and they recorded uh, around 300 archaeological features in, the, in this field. Unfortunately, most of the field now is destroyed, and they are trying their best to uh, just preserve a small uh, part here in the northern side of the, of the, uh, of the field. Uh, the catastrophe is that the land here is owned by the Jordan Valley Authority. So theoretically, it should, be, it should have been very easy to transfer the ownership from the Jordan Valley uh, Authority to the Department of Antiquities of Jordan. But this has not been the case for 10 years, maybe now, or more. So uh, we at the Jordan Museum also contacted the World Monument Fund and had the uh, Damia Field listed now two times, 2008-2014, and it seems that it will be maybe also 2016 or if the destruction uh, continues. Monitoring the, uh, the field there uh, shows how fast the destruction of the site was going. This is only a few months difference, and the destruction is clear. Uh, apparently, they were aiming or they intended to dis destroy the site because they can, I mean, quarrying uh, uh, can go also vertical, deep in the air, since the, the layer of this uh, uh, travertine uh, is very deep, so they can go deep and instead of going 
horizontally, but no, they go horizontally and destroy as much as fast they, as they can. Uh, here uh, we have in this field one major company and they are saying 50 other contractors who are working uh, parallel in all over the site so the destruction was very fast you see the dolmens here and in just a few months uh, later how the destruction was fast and approaching the dolmens that when we decided with the uh, monumental fund uh, and with the department of antiquities of jordan to remove uh, some of the most endangered uh, dolmens to re to be reconstructed here at the Jordan Museum. This is the beginning of the uh, dismantling of these dolmens and transporting them here to Amman. Uh, sometimes there is also always a, a full half of the cup, so we had the opportunity to excavate the dolmens uh, to see how they, the construction and how they were built. This is not all, everyone uh, has the chance to, to, to excavate. And so they were reconstructed here in the courtyard of the Jordan Museum just to preserve them and to have them here instead of uh, in one of these facades here in Amman or somewhere else. This is how they look now and I'm sure you all have passed by them. The other case which Jordan Museum handles is also the iron ore mine of Mughart al -Warda. This is the only iron ore deposit in southern uh, Bilad al-Sham or southern Levant. Unfortunately, here also uh, we can compare the situation just a uh, few years later. This is 2005 uh, when the first uh, excavation in, in the uh, mine took place and later on uh, how the also fast demand for uh, building material and how fast they destroy the, 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 the site. Uh, later on, we had at the Jordan Museum here a survey. This is the destruction. Uh, the one in red here is 2005. Uh, uh, yeah, here and here are 2005. And then later on, 2009, and very recent is the damage or uh, destruction is approaching even the mine itself and they are working very uh, close now to the mine. Hopefully we can do something fast, otherwise we will lose it forever. So just to minimize the, or to reduce the loss of the information, Jordan Museum conducted a survey and we covered almost 1.2 square kilometer of the site trying to record as much as we can and as fast as we can otherwise they will be gone forever. Here also we can uh, even not only the uh, uh, quarrying activities but also the uh, natural development of the, of the society, the extension, more houses, more, more uh, also terraces for, for agriculture purpose, the Ministry of Agriculture uh, provide grants and uh, uh, they offer money to the people also to develop their uh, properties, but also they are destroying the uh, 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 archaeological remains in, in these sites. 
uh, here in, in, in this mountainous area, we have seen that, I mean, very, very uh, severe, the damage. This needs also to be handled as fast as possible. Uh, the use of the Agmagart al unfortunately, no one from the Ministry of uh, Tourism. We can very easily develop a, a tourist uh, track from that connects Mugart al the iron ore of Mugart al to Ajlon Castle or to Qalat uh, al-Rabad, which I think it was not built only to monitor the Crusaders, but also as a secret factory to produce uh, weapons since the embargo uh, was imposed by the church on the export of steel and iron to uh, this area. So Salah uh, sent his uh, worker on, in Beirut to Ajlun to build Hazdin uh, Osama, to build the Qalat al-Rabad, and he brought blacksmiths from Lebanon with him who also uh, uh, intensively exploited the the iron ore mine of Mugart al Warde and ore was brought to Qalat al Rabat to be processed and uh, weapons can be produced. Uh, travelers, and still now uh, we can see uh, large quantities of slag scattered around here, uh, around the Qalat al Rabat and in the valleys uh, surrounding. Finally, this is what I mean what. In my, my, uh, in my thought, these are my thoughts that how we can uh, reduce or minimize the destruction of uh, the fast destruction of these uh, archaeological sites in Jordan. We need to raise more awareness among the locals, among the students, the uh, new generations, and to uh, educate them that this is our past, this is our heritage, and they need to be active in taking care of this. Uh, these remains. And unfortunately, we do need a better understanding from other uh, uh, institutes, other uh, ministries, other departments here in Jordan, the ones that provide or uh, causing most of the damage, uh, agriculture, uh, water ministry, public works, they are always the, the one who cause and the one who do not contact or do not uh, uh, request any uh, condition assessment or uh, environmental assessment of any uh, site to be, I mean, where. And uh, the most also uh, uh, thing in need is the master plan of all over Jordan. We need to know where the archaeological sites and to that the also these, the municipalities, the government knows also these archaeological sites where they are. It's not enough to have them on mega and we know that archaeologists, I mean, know where these archaeological sites, but they need also to know that this is an archaeological site and they have to be away from it. It's not enough that we are facing, I mean, when, they, when we are facing a construction uh, company opening a road and we go there and try to stop them. They need to know from the first beginning, from the, when they start to plan the road, that this is an archaeological site and they need to be away from, uh, stay away from this site. Finally, I want to remember with you a dear colleague uh, who participated uh, intensively in our activities and uh, in most of uh, the Jordan Museum activities. She passed away just closely before the launching, Raida Abdullah. May God bless her soul.
and thank you all. Thank you very much, Yosha. I'm sure there are questions. Well, we have time for questions. Thank you very much indeed. I, it's just one small remark about what you said about the, the protection and the need to know about the land. I have claimed many times that uh, Mega Jordan is not merely a tool for archaeologists. It should be a tool for managers and decision makers at all the levels in the state. So I think that it would be essential to try to organize a kind of uh, seminar with the decision makers from the Ministry of Agriculture, Public Works, let's say all the uh, uh, governmental organizations involved to show them that there is here this essential and very useful database so that they will be aware or where, where are the places where they can find troubles when planning uh, infrastructure, new developments, etc., so that we will be proactive and not reactive, as you said. And I think that we have got the tools. The point is to use them appropriately and to extend and to disseminate it to these, let's say, decision-making levels. Thank you are you. right. Maybe with the Department of Antiquities, this should be our next workshop. If one goes to the site of the mine, is it easy to find? Uh, no, it's not easy to find because it's mountainous and, you know, the, the road's there, but I can provide you with the map or the coordinates so you can reach it. Thank you.